0: Hello, welcome to Rise and Shine. I am your host, Abby Cornelius. Let's get started. Today, I wanna talk to you guys about a topic that's been on my mind for a while, um, but something happened over this weekend that made me just say, yes, this needs to be the podcast for this week. So I wanna talk to you about the gap between knowledge and action and how we can close that gap. So I wanna tell you a story. This weekend, um, Cece took a fall at the pool and it was because she was running and you know, every, every parent always says no running around the pool. The lifeguards say no running around the pool. Well, girlfriend was in her Crocs and she, she really wasn't all out running. She was just jogging, but she fell and she caught herself on her hand in her face. And she really, she really scratched up her, her finger pretty bad. And her cheek has a big brush burn on both of her knees, the whole shebang. Um, And so of course, you know, mom instincts go, I I scoop her up and I'm like, so worried that she's okay. But once I realize she's okay, I'm like, this is why we don't run at the pool. And I'm like, you know, this, like, yeah, I just get so frustrated because like, we know we're supposed to do, but we don't do it. And then what happens? Painful moments. And I was also grateful that my friend who's a nurse was there. And so she scooped in and she helped, you know, clean CC, make sure nothing was broken because her hand just really swelled up quick. I was worried she broke something. And anyway, so she's fine. Um, but my nurse was my friend that's a nurse was talking about how in nursing school, you know, they learn all this stuff, but it's really to learn to test, and there's not a lot of in-action learning. And in fact, she ended up going into oncology and they had no sessions about oncology in school. She learned everything like in the field post-degree, um, which I thought was so interesting because we do all of this, you know, we have all of this pressure on us to learn, go to school, go to college, do all this stuff. But oftentimes that is all just an exercise in knowledge. It's not teaching us how to take action. And, you know, as a trainer, we used to really stress that we wanted to hit the three learning styles, which is auditory, visual, and kinesthetic and auditory. It's easy, right? Like that's sitting through a lecture. Visual is great. Like you've got a book to read, you've got slides, you know, you've got some sort of like visual aid along with it. But kinesthetic is the hard part to teach when it comes to a traditional school setting. And it's even harder as an adult to get that kinesthetic learning, you know, ahead of, ahead of being thrown in. Right. So like, how do I get tested and, and kinesthetically learn how to be a leader until I'm actually a leader? There's not, it's that old adage of how do I get experience before like I get the job? You just don't. And so one of the things that I found um, over my corporate career, when I first started in home building, sales training was amazing. It was dynamic. It was long. It was a year-long process, and but it touched all three of those learning styles. And it provided, at least with my organization, it provided them with an actual trainer, not your boss um you got a coach like you got a coach to help you through that first year of learning and getting ready and testing and practicing before you were put out there into the field and it was so amazing and so full that it really really truly set people up for success the problem was it required that we paid people you know, salary for a longer extended period of time versus getting them out on the sales floor and getting them commission based. And so for many, for many financial reasons, they went away from that program. Um, But I feel like that's what's missing with, with work action. And when it comes to putting action into our jobs is sometimes that extra layer of not my boss, but somebody to go to and ask questions when you're faced with them for the first time to help you navigate that and to get that kinesthetic you know, learning muscle going is so powerful and so valuable. And that's really what takes you from knowledge to action. The auditory and the visual is the knowledge, but the action is that kinesthetic of doing. And so when I became a new manager, they put sent us all to like this new manager class and you got different little mini lessons on different things. Um, you learned about your EQ, you could learn about uh, how to handle performance improvement issues, how to hire. There were all these like basic things that are super important, but that to me was the auditory visual, right? Like I got a handout, I sat through a seminar, great, but I've only been a manager for a couple of weeks or a couple of months. I haven't faced any of this stuff yet. And so to go back and implement it and for it to become an action action and to do it is a totally different level and what i noticed was missing was the accountability of a coach to guide you through that and yes the the theory is that you're that all these new leaders their bosses are supposed to be doing this and walking them through and helping them establish these habits but truth of the matter is bosses are just so busy. They're spread so thin that they don't have the time to do that, nor are they taught how to be coaches and trainers. And so most of the bosses that I've worked with, once I get up to a certain level, they're really amazing at what they do. And you can learn by observation and you can learn through osmosis, but they aren't necessarily accountability uh, leaders and coaches. They're not necessarily there to like, handhold you through these things. They expect, hey, you're at this managerial level. You're smart enough to figure this out. And it's just not always the case. Sometimes we really do need handholding when going from an individual contributor, especially to that leadership role. So I've kind of identified a few things that I've noticed that take people from knowledge to action when there's not a coach in play, when a coach is not provided for you. So one is pain. So, okay, I'm new and I'm trying to figure all these things out. I'm trying to manage my time. And all of a sudden, you know, my team stopped selling or we're not hitting our numbers. That's pain, right? So that pain forces you to get back into a routine of one-on-ones right? Or to get back into a routine of lead conversion conversations. And so we let pain be a driver. Uh, in the case of my daughter, you know, she fell at the pool and now pain is going to be her motivator to not run at the pool. She couldn't just take the knowledge and put it into action. She had to learn, quote unquote, the hard way. Um, there's another thing that helps people learn, which is pleasure, um, that exciting next step, right? So if I want a promotion and I want to show that I'm really great and capable, I may take the time to build my systems and processes and show that I'm really great at habit formation and leadership and all of this stuff. And that hope and goal of that next step can get me into action. Um, so pain can be a motivator pleasure can be a motivator. Um, I also say necessity and I mean, necessity, not in a way that it's painful because I do think pain forms like, Hey, this is a problem. I've got to fix it. So it's a necessity at that point. But also like my friend who was the nurse, like she didn't learn anything about oncology, but then she goes and she is in the oncology floor. She has to figure it out. She has to learn on the job. So this does happen when you get promoted. Um, and you just are kind of like baptism by fire. You're in there. So pain, pleasure, and necessity are three ways that we can kind of force people into action. Um, but I want to encourage a fourth step, and this is from just me <laughs> being the youngest child. I think and seeing you, my brother and sister go through their trials and tribulations. I, my brother, as the oldest child, was 100% a learn the hard way kid. Um, you know, it's raining outside. I'm going to go rollerblading. That sounds like a terrible idea. Well, too bad. I'm going to do it anyway. breaks his arm. Like, this is just the kind of person that he was. But for me, being the baby and seeing them go through this, I was very happy to learn from others' mistakes. I did not want to get hurt. I did not want things to take longer than they had to. I didn't want to, you know, be grounded for two weeks. So for me, I was able to observe them, learn and say, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Um, and so that's what I want you guys to think about as your fourth step is who can you learn from to help take you from knowledge to action. In the case of my friend that was a nurse, you know, she ended up going on the oncology floor and learning from those people who have already done this. Yeah. Her nursing background helped give her a foundation, but the amount of information she learned through them and through exposure to them and through their coaching and guidance is what made her great at her job. And so, You know, for me, one of the reasons that I leveled up so greatly in my career, I mean, I, I plateaued for a long time. I think I was with the company, I don't know, like 11 or 12 years before I even got my first official promotion. It was because I wasn't benefiting from learning from other people's mistakes or learning from other people's. Um, and, uh, you know, path. And once I tapped into mentors and I started asking other ladies, what are you doing? What's working? How did you get there? What advice would you give me today? Am I on the right path? Am I missing something? And getting their feedback is really what ramped me up super quick. And so I don't want you to discredit this, you know, fourth way of learning, which is learning through others' experience and picking their brains and getting that real-time feedback of, okay, I just had this conversation with a customer. I just had this conversation with an employee and it went really wrong. It was awkward. And this is what I said. And, you know, help me unpack this. What should I have done differently? What can I go back and do differently now? Like, do I have to write this or is this okay to just kind of move on and do better next time? And that real time feedback is huge. That real time mentorship is what can get you, you know, three years of growth in just a matter of a couple months. And I I mean, I speak from experience. It made such a huge difference for me. And you know, this is why you also see people who are like, oh, I've tried to lose weight all this time by myself, but then I got this ex-coach and they got me there. It's because you're taking somebody else's experience and expertise, you're layering that with accountability and like somebody to hold you to that action step and boom, you just skyrocket. And so if you're listening and maybe you are like, struggling a little bit in your role maybe you've just recently been promoted or maybe you're with a new organization and you just feel a little like you need to get up and running faster or you feel like you don't have anybody you can really go to and brainstorm and, and run ideas off of um, you are not alone there are so many amazing people in this industry that are willing to help um i would also love to help if you're looking you know for a coach and want to invest some time and money into to leveling up in your career but I want you to seek out mentorship. I want you to seek out somebody who is even just six months ahead of you and say, what did you do when this happened? What do you recommend I do here? Um, And let their experience, let their falling at the pool guide you as to what not to do or to give you advice. And I wish I would have done this differently and let that kind of get you on course. You can have a lot of knowledge. You can have a lot of theory about how to be a great leader, how to, you know, on board at a company, but if you're not putting action into it and you're not putting it into practice, it's nothing. It's nothing. There's no results associated with it. Um, But if you want to get results, you have to take action and it doesn't have to be big, crazy action. You just have to think about that first step. I can take that first phone call. I can make that first conversation I can have that first one-on-one I can schedule and let it snowball for you. All right, I hope you found this helpful. And if you have any questions, as always, reach out to me or if you're curious about where you're at and where you wanna go and to see if that's something I can help you with, please, please, please reach out to me. You can email me, abby at abbycornelius.com or use the booking link below and we can hop on a call and kind of chat. But I want you to know that you can bridge that gap from knowledge to action and you can do so without learning the hard way. All right, bye for now.